Welcome back to another episode of the Get Thinking Podcast. My name is Chris McGee and we were fortunate enough today to have the personal trainer and owner of Skinny to Strong Coaching and my good friend, Ben Heron. Now, Ben and I have bumped into each other several times and we've been down through this podcast. Ben has been working with young men for several years now um, and he gets absolutely exceptional results with his clients. And the reason for that is because Ben understands how to get in behind the psychology of his clients. He understands their problem. He understands what they're going through. And then he's able to portray that in his marketing and solve that problem for them. He's grown his business over the last few years. Uh, and he's just worked, worked really, really hard, constantly on social media, constantly putting out phenomenal content. And it's just been a real pleasure to interview him today. And I know, how, I know Ben is going to go very, very far just based on what he wants to do over the next couple of years. We had a good chat before we recorded the podcast. And yeah, so I hope everybody enjoys it and you get something from it. Podcast is about to begin. Hi, this is Chris McGee and you are listening to the Get Thinking Podcast. Welcome, welcome. Uh, ben, thanks very much for coming on. How are things? Things are good, buddy. Um, yeah, just tying things up coming up for Christmas. Good, good. It's been a, it's been a long time. It has, yeah. yeah. Last time we'd done an event together was about a year and a bit, yeah? It was not September there, but September before, yeah. And then just uh, bumping into each other here and there. Yeah. Of course, it always seems to be in the gym. Uh, in the gym, Tesco's. Yeah, yeah. Tesco's. Yeah. Um, so why don't you start by telling everybody sort of what your background is, how you got started in the personal training industry and how it's evolved from then. So guys, I am Ben Heron and uh, I own a coaching company called Skinny the Strong Coaching. And pretty much in the title, that's how I got into personal training was I went from skinny um, to strong, um, or a stronger version of myself, so I did. And uh, through that journey, I started to inspire a few others, a few other lads, my brother, people like that. And uh, I kind of just fell into personal training because I uh, blogged my journey and things like that. And then now at the position whereby we are coaching guys all over the world um, to go from skinny to strong. Um, so, yeah, that is a little bit about me and what I do. Okay. And how have you went from personal training in sort of the local area of Belfast? How have you expanded that into different markets in America and stuff? Um, the power of social media. The power of social media is mad. Um, for got to about three years there, I was turning up on social media every single day. And uh, yeah, um, I think there's a quote. It's like, um, do a good do a great job and tell everyone about it and that's what I really sort of base a lot of my thoughts around business around is just doing an amazing job and then shout and scream about it so that's what I've been doing the last yeah. few years and just one thing's led to another your brother and your cousin all know each other and it just spreads yeah <laughs> yeah and referrals powerful as well yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, if you can sort of create something yeah, create a raving fan I can't yeah. remember who told me you know you need to create a raving fan from every job that you do or every, every client that you meet and if you can do that then if they're just going to shout and scream about you so much that other people want, want to come back yeah the um, way like um, I remember hearing before is like social media when you're like building an audience and stuff is you want to create addicts who yeah. are waiting for your next post and that's how you want to think about it so not doing the same thing not doing doing things differently keeping people always sort of wondering what are the what are these guys doing, etc. That's what you want to try and create that addict. And your and your guys, like everybody that you work with, 
you're you're doing a great job. Like uh, every time I see a post, it's these guys and they're they've gone from you know not, not being out of shape all the time, but yeah. they've really put on some really lean muscle. You know, they've got good six packs, kind of what every guy's dream is, yeah. especially in that early twenties bracket. Yeah, that's what everybody's looking at. Yeah, every time they do a setup, they're sort of looking. I'm getting a <laughs> Is it there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So how how do you how do you get how do you get them to do the the mental side of things as well? Because having discipline at that age, well, for me, I find it very difficult. Yeah. Um. So how do you get these guys in their early twenties to have that discipline throughout their training, their nutrition, and obviously the mental side of it? So, um. As Chris said, some of the guys more recently aren't necessarily like skinny. They're maybe just, uh, they are a little bit more experienced. And it's my job really to help them go from gear three to go to gear five. Mm-hmm. And with that, um, if you were to come on board, like it is so much more simple than what you think of than what you think. Um, I literally get people tracking steps, tracking some food and just doing three, four things maybe a week. And it's so simple. But the biggest thing that gets those guys from A to B and really transforming their bodies, as Chris has said, is the psychology, the communication, the framing, the expectations, the accountability. And that's why I really say my superpower is is helping these guys and really just helping them reach their true potential. Um, And how I would say that is just asking really good questions and asking basically like just try help them trying to basically help them find out why are they not there where they want to be and really delving deep into that why are they not there where they ultimately want to be deep and in their mind and helping them cross the bridge to get there and like i said with getting them over that bridge is simple um keeping their mind right i'm a big believer in momentum and if how I, how I frame the coaching, um, if I can literally like set them expectations to hit, like we all want gratification. If I can set them expectations to hit that are a little bit challenging, but are within arm's reach, mm-hmm. that's what I think gets people changing their whole mindset towards mm-hmm. eating well. At the end of the day, the thing that I do is pretty much restrict goodness. I restrict cookies. I restrict fucking like, loads of different things. So it's kind of hard. So um, getting them to getting them to really see the process is the big thing. So I would yeah. say it gets their minds into it. Yeah, yeah. And it's funny you say it about the, you know, what you do is a little bit different because it's not the, it's not the traditional approach. Like yeah. You're quite famous for saying, uh, even online, and saying things like, you know, go and have your burger, go and have your food, yeah. as long as it's within yeah. what what your goals are. And even yourself, you're quite, is it infamous for your Reese's peanut butter? Reese's, I love it. Yeah, rip my Reese's. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah. It's it's about having that, like, the, the thought of, the, the way it was put to me, the first three letters of diet is die. <laughs> I must actually steal so, it. That's a really good one. So yeah, yeah. When I, when I think of, when I think of myself like going on a diet, um, I'm thinking I, I like fuck that. I don't want to do that. Yeah. But if I think about you know instead of me eating a bar of chocolate at night, why don't I get a handful of nuts and two yeah. squares of really dark chocolate? And then yeah. That that's kind of how I would ease the craving if I'm trying to cut back. Yeah. Um. So how do you how do you implement? those kind of strategies with your guys but so, so they can still have those traits but not go overboard yeah see the results so um i'm a big like uh, like i said i'm coaching regular guys who've got full-time jobs and things like that and i help them get in shape and the big 
sort of rule that I say to these guys that you kind of want to have is 80 20. Mm-hmm. So, pretty much 80% of your food should be from good quality foods and then 20% from not so good quality foods. Now, the thing that I really do um, not want any of my guys to miss out on is a social life. Mm-hmm. Um, so, that's I tend to promote guys to have the burger on the Saturday night. And the way we look at it, one good meal won't make you and one good meal won't break Break you so um that's what i really try to get them to buy into and especially like if we look at majority guys listening to this and stuff you're going to be working full-time jobs and stuff and if we can get your monday to friday routine nailed in like that is over 60 70 percent and if like then the weekend you can enjoy some a a bit more you can enjoy a date night you can enjoy things like the end of the day this whole trend nutrition is meant to complement your life not complicated and uh yeah so that's what i really i get them to buy into the health aspect of it um and how it makes you feel great and stuff and then i um just sort of help them get that idea of moderation and that's the whole 80 20 um aspect and then i just show them how you can get in shape but still have a few beers on a saturday night or enjoy a date night or enjoy a few races yeah <laughs> yeah well what do you think because you're in great shape and yeah i don't think people are you're like yeah what do you think because you've been training for years yeah c- consistency I, I think like you say everything in moderation yeah um, i'm kind of always one extreme or the other but that's i don't understand it's kind of way I, the way I am. Okay. It's like when you say about momentum. Yeah. You know, when I've got momentum in business uh, in my own training. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm getting up every day at a certain time. I'm in the gym every morning. Yeah. And I'm out. I'm working, and I can, I can put have a lot of energy because yeah. I've got the momentum going. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, you know, maybe I've got a wedding or I've got something on Saturday night, and maybe I go a bit overboard. Uh, so I, I give as much commitment to yeah. the, the night out as what I do to the to the, the weeks leading up to it. Yeah. Um, and then I maybe fall out a bit. But for me, it, it, it's trying to stay consistent, and that's that's the part I the, okay. the part I find really challenging. Yeah. Simply because. When you're busy all the time, you don't have time. I don't really have time to cook. I get meal yeah. plans. So yeah. if I forget to order my meal plans, I can mess me up for a week. But keep it in shape. You know, try and eat right. Um, try and get to the gym at least three to four days a week. You yeah. know, it's just for a quick session. Yeah. Um, and yeah, just just keep the energy burning as well. And yeah. Because you're in great shape and you manage so much, so you do. And that's the thing I really want to help and promote. Is like that sort of. The, like I feel like the bodybuilding industry is put on to guys like yourself who are running businesses and stuff and like the fact that you're training three four times a week the fact that you're uh, health conscious is mad and I, like yeah I think you should give yourself credit yeah, <laughs> yeah. I try you try yeah, 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 yeah. Um, the big thing about the, the healthy food and the, the training it just makes it gives me more energy to do what yeah. I really need to do you know when you're like say when you're trying to run a business and you're you're speaking to customers and then you're on the phone, you feel like you can get more done in a day mm-hmm. when you're when you're eating healthy and you do have those energy levels high. Mm-hmm. And once you've got that momentum over a few days, it's kinda it keeps going, going and going. And yeah. you don't really want to stop. Yeah. You want to chill out, but you don't want to stop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that that's I, I just try and get the momentum and just keep it going. But see the big reason there is like you just said to me, you're why? 
And when you understand your why, then all those habits just because it'd be easy for you to just turn around and be like, right, I'm going to have a McDonald's mm-hmm. and whatnot. And you don't. And you've been, because you've got that why of like, I want to run this business. I want to be energetic. I want to be, make a good impression to my clients. And that's what you're training. Yeah. That's what I try to instill to these guys is that like, why do you want to look good? Why do you want to be strong? Why do you want to eat well? And anyone listen to this, if you're like thinking, like, like I said at the start, and you, as you said, there's the word die there is like a negative uh like there is some form of um you are trying to take away something if you are trying to get in shape you have you're restricting some form of habit or changing some form of habit but if you know that deep down compelling why then you'll just fall through it yeah you'll fall all the way yeah yeah same, uh, yeah i kind of found the same when i've when i've done a little bit of coaching myself with people and trying to get underneath it's usually the reason that people come to you is never actually the reason that they come to you, but it's, mm. it's it's kind of your job to to dig down and find out that why. Yeah. And it's like, and even when they answer the why, it's like there's another why. Well, why, why do you want to do that? Yeah. Why do you want to have that in your life? Why do you want to have more money? Yeah. Why do you want to have more freedom? Yeah. And when you dig down, I think for for me, I'm thinking about the future. Why why do I work so hard now? Yeah. And I'm, I'm like I'm in a, I'm in a very fortunate position. Yeah. That I don't I don't have uh, the the. I've got a lot of time, free time, because I don't have a family and that yeah, sort of yeah. stuff. So I'm thinking, well, down the, down the road, I want to have enough money where I don't have to work as hard yeah. as I do now. I want to be the kind of dad that takes my kids to school. You want to earn that freedom? I want to earn that freedom, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So when I dig down, I think I want to be the kind of dad that takes my kids to school. Yeah. I want to be the kind of dad that's home yeah. at night yeah. um, and without having to worry all the time about you know the financial aspect of it. Yeah. So... When you start digging into other people's whys, it's never usually the reason that they come yeah. to you for, well, I used to have to dig a bit deeper to find out. Yeah, no, definitely. And I would totally agree. And it's like you just said there, like you're finding meaning. Yeah. Taking your child to school, that's a meaning to you and stuff, like your yeah. future child. Um, so, yeah, if you can find meaning to your goal, then you'll do, you will you'll you'll do those extra reps you'll do those extra hours you'll get up early you'll record podcasts on a sunday yeah, you'll, yeah, yeah, yeah. three days before christmas yeah 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 you'll while everyone's like, putting this, their feet up this, this has been a long time to make it with the top yeah. of this for months and months yeah, yeah, yeah. every time we bump in each other it's like yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. so um the podcast well it's just for me it's a bit, a bit of a bit of a personal thing i'm yeah. not really trying to get more business from it or anything it's just i like to learn and explore well just different people different it's more, yeah. just more of a personal project yeah um but yeah so if you were to i was just going to ask you if you were to sort of tell me one thing or three things that you've learned since last december about life and business what would they be three things since life and business right well I'll do you one personal thing. What have I learned personally? I'd probably say that meaning thing. So I'd probably say um, this year I've been heavily business focused and stuff and there is going to be a lot of business owners um, listening to this. And you're probably chasing like a certain income goal, a certain thing. But you need to ask yourself, what does that mean to you? What is that going to give you? What is that going to do for you? Why do you want that? So personally, um, I've just really had to delve deeper uh, into my head and ask myself some really good questions. Like a really good question, if you're ever sort of thinking about something, is if I was on an island and money didn't exist, would I still be doing this? And like while you're while like me and you before this, we were talking about like refining our business and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And uh, 
when you if you were to take a look over the last year what things did you do for other people's sake or for other people's motives and the day like we live in a world of social media grind hustle um we live in so much push 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 but i've really sort of explored why i was doing things and why was i motivated to do something or why was i not motivated and the really ask is ask myself a question am i chasing someone else's goal or am i chasing what i really want Mm -hmm. and sometimes you don't need to be the superstar sometimes you don't need that extra income sometimes um things like family things like friends things like um freedom they mean more to you so um yeah that would be my thing is yes set amazing goals but uh, have meaning in them and really ask yourself why do i want this why Mm -hmm. does this excite me so that's a personal one a business one what have i learned this year um and what's been different or whatever uh business i would probably say simplifying things so like we kind of said so (laughs) simplifying so i've really sort of found out right what does someone need x y and z and not actually going over and beyond and trying to give um too many things for the sake of it so just really systemizing your day-to-day processes down Mm -hmm. um so that you can be more efficient and as well so that like you can have a clear operation for that there's so many things a lot of you guys are going to be doing um that you're doing all the time whereas you could create an operation and keep the quality high or um have a future plan for someone else to walk in and do that for you so Mm-hmm. that simplifying and uh document i'll be my next thing that i've learned this year from business and then chris you said about coming on top a little bit relationships so <laughs> this year the biggest sort of thing i've uh learned is to communicate deeply with your partner mm-hmm. um and this is something that not many people do and i was guilty of is actually communicating beyond the hey are you hey how are you what are you doing today how's that going etc and actually thinking what do i want what are you feeling all this and like working through some hard problems and working through that together and going the distance with all that so definitely um opening up communicating deeply um seeing each other's values and actually talking about that and seeing each other's sort of wants and needs and respecting those um, so they're my three biggest things from a personal business and relationship. Brilliant, brilliant. And why do you think it is? Why do you think relationships is such a, a subject that, that well, I, I find that people don't really want to talk about it. And funny enough, when I was doing the coaching, I kind of wanted to do the, the business conference and all that sort of stuff. But most people were having trouble with the relationships. And that's kind of what I jumped into. But it's the I always feel like it's the part that everybody struggles with, but nobody ever wants to talk about. Yeah. You know, unless you have a very close friend yeah. or something, it's something that people don't really talk about much. Well, whether you like it or not, personal problems are business problems. Mm-hmm. So they are. Yeah. Um, if you've got something going on in the back of your mind, it's going to be connotated in your energy, your body language, your tone, and uh, how you conduct yourself. So, yeah, like definitely, uh, uh, that's probably why. Like most people who have a business problem do have a personal problem there. Um, in, in some cases sorry it's not all the time but um in regards to your question people struggle to sort of open up and talk about relationships just because there's an aspect of vulnerability mm-hmm. um you're leaving all cards on the table you could be rejected you could um you might not want to own up to something um and as well like while it's t- we're going into 2020 
um, it's easier than ever to get access to people if you're wanting to seek a relationship um, without actually opening up. So I just think that generally it's the opening up and actually communicating and talking and uh, exposing yourself is why a lot of people... Yeah, there, there's a lot of power in vulnerability when you're in when you're at a certain point in your relationship yeah. you know if you've been in a, a relationship for quite a while with your partner there's a lot of power in vulnerability mm-hmm. maybe but at the start you know being vulnerable could be seen as being weak mm-hmm. so that's why a lot of I, I, well i think anyway especially men are afraid to open up yeah but i just see a lot of especially now where everything is so we spoke about this the other week before we sort of decided to do the podcast about everything is quick gratification yeah you know there's no delayed gratification like if you get in a relationship with someone it takes probably months or years to get that real proper deep connection yeah but everybody wants to go from one to the next to the next there's always a better option anyone you know, that's like one swipe it's like she's yeah. lovely i'll chat to her for a bit and then all of a sudden another one, oh, fuck, she's even better and then they just keep moving on and on and on Anyone where, and without uh, giving the time and patience to, to, to actually connect with somebody. Yeah, what well, it says, anyone with an iPhone and a good profile picture and a Tinder profile can get sex that evening. Like, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, no, I'm joking. But, um, yeah, it's just there is so much. It's it, Things are much easier and it's like you do have to, um, that you do miss that sort of actual building relationship part mm-hmm. you people just speed up or on the opposite side of things like what i've sort of noticed and like i've been in a relationship now coming up to six years um so i don't really know too different but what i see on a day-to-day basis talking to tons of guys Especially is that guys yeah 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 is, is that they'll maybe flirt around with the idea but never actually uh, commit to a relationship mm-hmm. whereas i think that um before the rise they have one roadblock and then they're on to the next one yeah, one argument, one challenge, one roadblock, and then they're gone. And the three or four playing on the same go. <laughs> yeah, and this is this happens. Like this is uh, like uh, there's I talk to guys all the time, and like they just tell me anything and everything, and like you think the nicest guys in the world, and let you know they're playing three different girls at the same time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, like it happens. But it's the same way. It's the same way in the girls' side of things too. Like it's no oh, it's no not gender. Way now. It's, yeah, it's, and I think the the whole jerk guy mentality sort of thing, um, I think that definitely needs to be addressed um, because um, there's a lot of guy, there's a lot of girls getting a lot of guys insecurities too, and a lot of girls playing a lot of guys and stuff, and even the whole like out and night out, like girls play guys financially and stuff, like yeah, <laughs> yeah it's just it's um, like everyone has good and everyone has uh, evil, and yeah, to a degree, yeah, yeah, but. but I, Genders. A lot of times it comes back to what are you going to allow to happen as well. That's because a big if, thing. If you, if you allow it to happen and don't say something, then the people are going to play it. It's like you give people an inch to take a mile. Um, that's that's the way it goes. But it, it kind of comes down to how you how you portray yourself and what, what you're going to take at the end of the day. I know I said earlier on personal problems are business problems, but personal problems are probably relationship problems too. And like you yeah. said about like if you set clear standards of what you would like in a partner so you would like a partner who maybe um challenges you motivates you 
um, who helps you with certain things. Like you do in your head, if you're seeking to get in in the relationship or if you're wanting to improve your relationship, you do in your head sort of need to have an idea of what your ideal partner would be like. Now, you can't always have that. Like you need to realize that like we're all... We're in, we're on the world. It's like we need to come back down to reality, but you do need to sort of have a few characteristics, things, standards, values that people that you want um, from someone. And I think that when you have that in your head, that yeah. you attract it. Yeah, oh, absolutely. You actually mentioned values a couple of weeks ago. We spoke on the phone, and values is if, if you don't have the same values in, in what not just. Your life values, but what you what what your goals are as well. What do you want to achieve? Yeah, you know, if people don't have the same life direction, yeah. the same life values. It's never going to work. Yeah, you know, if some if you're with somebody and one of your highest values is loyalty, yeah. then your partners or somebody you're seeing, they're not a very loyal person. Yeah, yeah, yeah not yeah. loyal to the job, not loyal to any you know partner they've ever had before. Yeah, it's never going to work. No, you see, yeah, you need to have like a match. You need to be in synergy and connection, but. Synergy. You can't. Uh, you you can't always. Go, you can't also go out with someone who's exactly like yourself. Yeah. <laughs> like uh, I couldn't go out with myself. <laughs> I'm only, I couldn't. <laughs> so the uh, like your partner needs to compliment you um, yeah. in areas and uh, the relationship that you're in or want to get into. Um, you need to have superpowers and your partner needs to have superpowers and that's where they sort of compliment. So if you are yeah. someone wants to do the dishes yeah. and someone wants to do the hoovering, that's a really simplistic example. Yeah. But as people, someone might be one I don't know about you, Chris, but the um in my me and my relationship, I would um sort of organize a lot of things and stuff and then definitely like Emer provides the crack, the fun. And I don't know, it just there definitely needs to be that sort of uh complementary differences. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> With me and Maria, like we're we're very similar in a lot of ways. We've got very similar values, but we're so different in a lot of ways too, which which is good. Yeah. You know, I, I for for years I would have been the chilled out one yeah. in any of my you know, personal relationships, yeah. but now I am the uptight one and she's the chilled out one. Yeah, yeah, I don't yeah. know whether that's come from running a business and you kinda of have to be yeah, yeah. not not tightly wired, but you have to be quite on time and you need to do things right. Yeah. Uh, but she's quite laid back, she's like, Yeah, I'll be, I'll be fine. And I'm just like oh, you know, yeah, you, you kinda of have you you do have to have a, the differences as well because there yeah. is that saying opposites attract, but I think if you're too opposite yeah, you're, yeah, you're not going to attract. You need to have similar similarities, similar interests, similar goals, similar values. Yeah. But then have those little things that make you like slightly different as well. Yeah, I was actually Emer bought me um for my birthday. We went to a comedian in the Ulster Hall, a guy called Russell Kane, and hit. I loved, and this is my first ever time watching a comedian. But the overall message, really? yeah, yeah, I just never yes, been to, yeah. Oh. Um, but this, the overall message was that in every relationship you have A's and you have B's. So A's is like the zen, chilled out people, it'll all be okay sort of mentality. And then B's is like the, God, this now, all that, like um, quite uh, just um, quite focused and whatnot. And the overall message, he gave loads of examples of how you can't have two A's and you can't have two B's and you need an A and B. And I thought that was class. I thought how he used humour and told a story for this act was unbelievable. And it was he went into some, he went into crude things, he went into like life things, he went into like politics and all. It was mad, but it was really good. Yeah. And like the, the underlying yang, message. Like the yang and the yang. Yeah, the yeah. yang and the yang, yeah. The underlying message was great. Yeah. 
Yeah. Okay. Yeah. First time seeing a comedian. Yeah, yeah. Well, Who's your favorite? Oh, I, I went to see. I went to see a lovely back, but I went to see uh, Kevin Bridges a few years ago. Yeah. Just, uh, I, honestly, I had four pints at my mouth. <laughs> I could not stop laughing all night. Yeah. I see the pee so badly that I just I couldn't go out because I didn't want to miss anything. Yeah. No, no intermission or nothing. Yeah. But uh, going to see that comedy's brilliant. It is. So it is. Um, have you listened to Joe Rogan and Kevin Bridges? No. No, he's on the what, Joe Rogan podcast. Joe Rogan yeah, yeah. Really? And he talks about it. And uh, I might be talking about the same comedian, but he talks about the how he creates an act. And apparently he spends a year like building mm-hmm. one hour yeah. of play. And I just find that like crazy. Like and there's there must be so intelligent to say they come up with come up with all those sort of like the guy I was at, he was talking about Belfast and stuff and he's not from there, but they must just be able to understand people yeah. and things and situations and then they test it out at like local yeah. clubs and stuff and then they build it up to the, the big tour yeah I've seen Kevin Hart and Chris Rock say that as well yeah. you know they would go uh, it's Kevin Hart not yeah, Kevin, Kevin Bridges Kevin, Kevin I had to was on the Jorgen yeah, yeah. sorry I got with them. yeah he, he does yeah he maybe pick, once he finishes the tour he kind of starts work straight away yeah. for another one yeah. and he shows up randomly at small hall shows uh, like you say he tests it out and then Kind of goes and builds from there. I think he said it takes like three years to build a one hour set. I three years, maybe I got the wrong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, okay, yeah, years, something but something's wrong. Yeah, <laughs> it's not a yeah. short amount of time either. Yeah. But it just goes to show you the amount of trying testing. But then th- this can come back to even what we're talking about relationships and everything. You know, yeah, you know, these guys aren't going and tell a few quick jokes. These guys are building this yeah. time, patience. Yeah. You know, testing, tra- tweaking that before they build that performance it takes them a long time yeah it's the same thing building a relationship doesn't yeah. happen with you know a few quick lines and a few quick whatever it happens over time yeah. try and test and tweak and, and then get things right yeah um or anything even building a business i suppose it's, it's like a building a relationship the thing that really came into my head there when you were saying that was you in a relationship you're going to have resistance just like i'm a personal trainer so you're going to overload that you're going to have to overcome that time and time and just your ability to sort of get through those sort of uh, arguments and problems and struggles and outside struggles is that's where this whole strength of the relationship lies yeah yeah it's just being able to sort of be resilient as a couple throughout that strength strength well for me personally it comes to reality you know being able to tell the truth no matter what um and not being too not not worrying about the outcome. See if you tell the truth, no matter what the outcome is. Um, when you start being dishonest, start lying to maybe avoid an uncomfortable conversation, mm. then it, it, things start to go badly. But you need to be able to sort of break through that discomfort, um, in a truthful statement, mm. in order to grow stronger. And to be able to do that, like yeah, it's very difficult to lie to a woman as well because they're pretty sure. <laughs> yeah, and. We kind of talked about it, about being open and stuff. Like you do need to be willing to be open and drop your guard. Yeah. Um. In sort of situations like that, and as well, you from a other standpoint, you also need to be accepting that not everyone's perfect, and not mm-hmm. every your partner won't be perfect. But um, to really sort of get to that point, there needs to be an aspect of trust built up. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's the big thing where a lot of people might be because of these phones, because of social media, because of um, such easy access where people could be not get building that trust, mm-hmm. not be getting to that point of trust, or um, maybe as well, I don't know, what do you think? Like Trust, well, I, see, to be honest, I think trust is 
it's the it's the key to every relationship. How can mm. you be and even even your family, you know, your friendships, and how how can you be in a, a personal relationship with someone if you can't trust them? Yeah, you know, like I know for me, loyalty is one of my highest values. Um, I just try to be honest, even if I think it's going to hurt the other person in a way, because even yeah. it's kind of like a roundabout. They'll get angry, but then they still have that level of trust as well. People respect that, that yeah, honesty. People, people respect that honesty. Kind of, I don't know, like even, even like a, you know, you hire business coaches to tell you they don't tell you they don't want. Yeah, I don't want someone to tell me that you're doing amazing. I want someone to go know this is where you're going wrong mm. and be honest with me. Because mm. a lot of you get a lot of people, um, you know, because you even the likes of yourself is you're doing very well in, in your business, mm. and there's probably you got a lot of raving fans, people telling you you're brilliant. Then you also want someone on the other side of that to go, no, you need to be doing this. This is what you're doing wrong. Oh, yeah. Doing, right? I have and people actually tell always, me. Actually, yeah. always cut you to shreds. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's but, weird. But, but, but then you have, you're like, uh, immediately you kind of feel a bit hurt. And then you're like, well, no, I need to trust this person. Yeah. And, you know, it's almost like you don't want your ego to be built on players. Yeah. You want them to be, yeah. you, you want someone who's going to tell you what's what, whatever yeah. you need to. So I think you need that from a partner too. Uh, yeah. From a girlfriend, boyfriend, wife, whatever, yeah. you need to have someone who's willing to tell you when you're being a dick or when you're doing things wrong. And do you think that people aren't having those sort of conversations nowadays? Do you think they're being missed out? It's it's hard to say. Um, I, I think a lot. I think a lot of people, especially men, their egos are built on everybody telling them they're amazing. Mm. I know it's almost like you know we're talking about the dating and the, the short term qualification. It's almost like their their status in the group is built around. Them mm. telling other men how many women they're sleeping with, how many they're mm. doing here, how good looking this woman is, and that's how their egos are built, and mm. that's how their their confidence is built. Mm-hmm. Then when yeah. it gets down to the nitty gritty of stuff, it actually makes you truly confident. They don't have any of those things. Yeah, do you know I usually find as well the people that tend to brag or the people that tend to not have them. What the, yeah. they say that they're having to have. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's kind of like, like a, a rich man doesn't need to tell people he's rich. Yeah, yeah. You know, or the what's the other one? Is it the 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 biggest lion in the group never roars? Yeah, you know? yeah. It's the same thing. It's always the one with the biggest mouth who's usually doing the least of what they're saying they're doing. Yeah, or they're making it sound bigger than what it is. Yeah. Um, but the fact that as well, like, sort of need to go back. This is the thing that I remember reading somewhere. It was just like, treat every girl the way you would want your daughter or sister being treated. Yeah, exactly. And like, if you would you want your daughter or your sister being treated like basically some guy being like, I done this for her, or you know what I mean? Aye. Like, it's just not on. And I think yeah. like the whatever you say, like at the end of the day, it's on you. And just need, yeah, a lot of guys just really need to sort of as well quit like have a good hard look at what they're sort of bragging about mm-hmm. um like i said i talk to a lot of guys day in day out and there is that guy talk there is that lad talk and yeah sometimes like a lot of guys need to really have a good yeah, hard look at what they say because the guys are the guys are actually being rewarded for that behavior i know so when they say something you know i'm saying i'm doing this and i'm doing that the other guys are high-fiving them so yeah. it's like they're nurturing the behavior yeah instead of someone turning around going like who 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 brags about how building up a great relationship with their wife? You know? <laughs> yeah. Nobody. Why, why not? Because yeah. they don't need to. They know they've got a strong, solid thing at home. Yeah. So why would they go into the boys and say, "Here, do you know what? Buddy? You're here. Man. What me and my wife done last night? Nobody here." <laughs> you wouldn't even want that. It's, yeah. it's, it's fucking smoke and mirrors, man. It's just all. Yeah. Uh, 
pointing away from the fact that maybe something's not happening in another part of their life when they're not yeah. happy with or whatever. But to take a real, to build a real relationship, to build a real anything, takes time, patience, mm-hmm. communication, trust, all that sort of stuff. Yeah. And those are the, it's easy. We're, we're, we're at a place in our life where things are so easy. You can, you can move on to the next one easily, but you can't build a good relationship full of trust, honesty, respect, loyalty, because that's the hard part. Yeah going through those uncomfortable conversations to build something deep is really tough Yeah. Um, with anybody. And yeah. most people aren't willing to put in that hard work that it requires to build a proper relationship. Yeah. That's my personal opinion. Well, like, this is a bit, like, I'm seeing this happen a lot just from talking to friends and stuff. And some people are scared in this whole, like, friends with benefits sort of thing. Like, call them when they need them or call them when I'm... Uh, after a night out or call them when I am bored on a Saturday night, we'll go out on a date. Like, mm-hmm. I, that's just mad. <laughs> yeah, but it happens. And, and like, they're both like, they're both on both sides. Like, they're just happy to use each other for yeah. when they're bored or, yeah, bored. <laughs> yeah, most and one entertainment. Time, most of the time it develops into something more or for one of them at least. You know, yeah, yeah, and then someone gets hurt or it's, it's maybe good. they're both afraid or, yeah. It's a good model for a couple of months, but eventually yeah. someone ends up falling. Yeah, because it's not the kind of, you can't you can't you can't usually be with someone that amount of time and not get emotionally involved at all. It just yeah. doesn't happen. Yeah. And what do you think about emotions? Because like for a lot of guys, um, and especially even myself, even the guys I talk to, that when they're getting in the relationship, it's a whole different type of emotion that you get, and you maybe just don't know how to like deal with that, be aware of that, express that. What do you think? Because yeah, it is. It can be foreign to a young guy. Emotions, uh, they're, they're such a tough subject because for me as a business owner and as a, as a leader, I need to have my emotions in check when I'm when I'm in that hmm. uh, space. If I lose my cool, then I'm setting the tone for the guys to lose their cool. Hmm. You know, I need to be the one, even if somebody's angry, even, if, even a customer, if they're emotional, if they're angry, if I let them lead the conversation in an emotional way, mm. then it's not going to look good on my part. Mm. So I need to remain calm a lot of the time. But then, does but then there's times where you need to be emotional. And you need to express your emotions, mm. maybe to your partner, you know, or the the whatever it is. So there's such a it's such a tough subject because everybody's telling you not to be emotional, but mm. then you also need to be emotional. Yeah. Um. At other at other times. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. It goes back to that whole male. You know, you should never show your emotions. You should never do this. But you have to. You need. You need to show your emotions because you need to be able to empathize with people. And how would you say you process certain emotions? Like even like maybe even say starting to build that relationship. Um. How I process emotions. Uh. If I, if, I, if I feel angry or upset about something, I always take a bit of time so I can calm down and sort of talk myself into having a, a, an adult conversation with someone. Yeah. If I get upset about something, yeah. I try not to let anger overrule me. Yeah. Um, now, there's times where I, 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 would, I would say that I feel angry, yeah. but I don't say it angrily. Yeah. Because, See, because when, then you can end up, if, if someone throws, throws fuel in that fire, then it, t- it tends to get worse. But if you if you can still say that you felt angry about something, but by yeah. saying it, by expressing the emotion yeah. while not being emotional, does that yeah. make sense? So it was one thing actually. Um, we were having an argument. I spent a bit of time just to sort of 
again, processes emotions and things. And I was reading loads of different stuff. And one thing that anyone reading this, if you're ever like wanting to resolve an argument, never say the word you, say the word I. And you just are like, I feel like this. Never that you made me feel like this. Yeah. That, and yeah. that I felt angry because of that. Yeah. Because this but I mean, you made me feel angry. Do you know what I mean? That's yeah. something I definitely was guilty of before. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. really interesting. I never, I yeah. I, I don't think I've ever heard that before, but it's, it is interesting. I felt this because this happened. Yeah. Yeah. People are quick to turn it. around and say, you done this. And yeah. Oh, I, I keep blaming other people. Yeah. For something, maybe maybe you felt angry because of something that happened. Yeah. Um, I know a lot of the times when I feel angry about something, it's not even to do with the other person. It might have been something that happened to me in the in the past, and that's why you need to calm down and be able to express the emotion without mm. actually being emotional. It's like I felt angry because this is this and this is how I felt. Yeah. Um, but if you say fucking this and that, you know, <laughs> like how, how yeah. like, you, have you ever walked away from an argument and felt, you know what, I, I, I really resolved that, that I won that in the heat of an argument? Yeah. Never. Arguments are just over par. It's, yeah. it's over you done this, I done this. You know what I mean? It is yeah. literally like if you, uh, can't remember, I was reading something, this have, it wasn't have you, done. Have you ever won an argument before? Yeah. There's yeah. no such thing as winning an argument. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, it is just expressing. But, one thing I actually did want to bring up when we were talking about express emotions, they were quite negative emotions. But the thing that I see with a lot of guys is I got a lot of guys who are like business owners who are very like um, just consumed by data life. They're maybe yeah. pushing in their career. They're maybe pushing in their sport. They're maybe pushing in their training, their physique. And sometimes that they struggle to maybe um, express positive emotions. So express love, express gratitude for their partner what would you say to that like because that's what something i see is that i see day-to-day young guys um don't tell their girlfriend or don't tell their loved one that they love them <laughs> and the fact and that they mean a lot to them mm-hmm. yeah it's so it's important it's funny you say gratitude there it's you know it's how i would try and start every day mm-hmm. you know write it write it goals first thing in the morning get up quick coffee what am i grateful for mm-hmm. and it's simple things like even if I've had a bad month, you know, in business or something, mm. or I've had, you know, something's happened, and I'm like, I still have more money than ninety percent of the people on the planet, or something like that. Yeah. You know, you talk or more than fifty percent. Situation Just being worse. grateful yeah. for being being grateful for the opportunities that we have in this country. Yeah. Um, being grateful for the fact that you know I've got great people in my life. I've got a roof over my head. Yeah. I've got a, a great home. Um, and expressing those emotions even just to yourself. And once you do it over a period of time, so do you think it's in yourself, and then you can portray it to the partner? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, happiness, gratitude, love as well. Um, I try to express to everybody, all my friends, all my family, and yeah. say I love you on a regular basis, and actually yeah. mean it. Yeah. Some people just don't want to say it. Like, you don't want to say I love you to your mom in front of your friends because you're afraid of what they'll think. Yeah. But what about what your mom thinks when you don't say it back there? From yeah. your friends, she's going to feel worse. Does that make sense? The thing that I think about is like in that sort of scenario, especially when you come to family and stuff, is like if I was on my deathbed, would I regret saying I love you, that I didn't say I love you, or that I didn't maybe go around for Sunday lunch, or that I didn't maybe um, do something just for this year? like gratitude love aspect and mm-hmm. yeah and when you ask that question you're, when you ask that question to yourself um would i regret this if i was on my deathbed it really gives you a, 
a little bit of perspective and uh, encourages you to really sort of express yourself and not because I think as well people are again going that point just scared to do to express themselves Mm -hmm. it's it's normal to just um, go through the motions and actually never really go through every day and take the opportunity of that day to express to someone yeah it's 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 such a simple thing to do to say that's but I don't know why people make it so difficult. Yeah. You know, express those happy emotions, gratitude, um, love, appreciation for, for the things that you do have. And a lot of people are so focused on what they don't have. Mm. And it's it's unbelievable how much we have living in the Western world. Yeah. You know, the opportunities that we have available to us mm. and everything that we have. Like, why, why should we not love our lives? And love yeah. Them? One thing of that as well, like it doesn't always need to be verbal. One thing of my stepmom actually, my stepmom's a minister and she actually, we had a good talk one time and uh, she said to me about the seven love languages. And Gary Chapman. Is it? Yeah, I don't know. But I've read the book. People, yeah. yeah, people like, if you're a guy, it can be hard to really open up and express both positive, negative, whatever emotions. But you can show love in other ways, even if it is a text, just saying, hey, I hope you have a good day or something like that. Or if it is um, buying a box of chocolates or if it is um, like tidying around the house, like people do express things different ways and there's loads of different personalities listening to this right now. Yeah. Yeah, there's different, like you say, the different love languages. It's just, I think you... expressed them all there did it? I don't even know yeah. you know you've got your words of affirmation it's okay we're talking about the I, I think no, I'm really happy about you cooking that dinner for me baby I love you that, mean a lot, that like meant that, a lot to me that, like, that meant a lot that's, that's you're a business cool. owner and I'm a business owner and one thing Emer's really done recently is helped me with smaller things like that and I'm like oh that means I don't need to that yeah. meant I was able to do that so I thank you so much yeah yeah so it's, like it's, using it's that affirmation silly. letting it it's silly things like that you know using those words of affirmation um, even Maria got up this morning after we had food last night she got up this morning done the dishes took the dog out because yeah. so I could have an eye on Yeah. so that's that's what I would call acts of service okay service but okay, I, I okay. Think, so acts of service and then I think you've got physical touch okay yeah um, you've got gift giving and then you've got something else I can't remember what the last one is yeah such a, such a great relationship coach I <laughs> <laughs> yeah but it's just um, uh, it's there's it's, different ways yeah. there's more diverse ways than always verbally saying that and if it is hard to verbally say it it might just be that you probably show it in a different way yeah yeah and it's there, there's so many different ways and you have primary love languages and you've got a secondary one okay you know like your primary one might be words of affirmation yeah but your secondary one might be um you know acts of service you know yeah. just the fact that you were saying Emer does those little yeah, things yeah. for you and you really appreciate it yeah and maybe you're using words of affirmation to her. Okay. But it's yeah. if you get them mixed up, that's when you can have problems. And this is where that point earlier on, you said about alignment, like alignment of goals, values, and even day-to-day tasks like that. Um, probably really on day-to-day sort mm-hmm. of communication really comes yeah. in play. One question I want to ask you, Chris, is the thing that I get with a lot of guys, especially like even I went to an all-boys school and stuff, and what would you say to the guy who's maybe – getting back on the dating scene or wanting to start this dating scene, what would you say to him? Like if he's thinking, I've 
done the partying. I've uh, yeah. I've got I'm working on myself now and all that, and I want to now sort of see if I can attract a, a partner. What would you say? Okay, is he looking for one specific person? Well, I don't know. Just I get a lot of guys who want who are um, just getting into actual dating. That's yeah. what I mean. So I, I generally and again I, again I apologise to any listener if I um, presume guy and female. Uh, like honestly, I do not mind if it's guy to guy, girl to girl, whatever. So yeah, yeah just making that clear. Yeah, listening. <laughs> um, yeah, sometimes because yeah. most of the guys, most yeah. of the people you work with are men. That's your yeah 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 yeah, market, yeah. So, yeah yeah. That's fair enough. Yeah. Um, it just depends. I mean, I work with a couple of guys over in London, and I would always tell people if you're in that situation, and I would try definitely go out and play the field, but be honest about what you're doing. Don't mm-hmm. go out and mislead people. Mm-hmm. You know, go out if you can get if you can sort of go on one to two dates a week mm-hmm. to start with, no matter what whatever platform you're using, or if you're meeting people out, or if you're going and you're. You've, you know, you meet a couple of girls you like through different things that you're doing. Just, just be honest with them. Don't, don't, don't say, don't feed them bullshit and say, oh, "I'm really looking for something." Because this is what a lot of guys do. Tell yeah. girls what they want to hear. Then they're off doing other things. And if, if a girl asks you, which they normally do on a first or second date, sort of, what do you want? Or what are you doing? Just say, mm-hmm. "Look, I'm just out." Say, "I'm just out of a relationship recently. I'm out just trying to have a bit of fun and, and see where mm-hmm. things lead." Um. If they ask you if you date multiple people, just be honest. Just say, yeah, I'm meeting a couple of people at the minute. I'm just seeing how things go. Yeah. And if girls don't like that, that's fine. Let them walk away. And then other ones, will, most girls will be quite laid back about mm. it and be like, well, I appreciate yeah. the honesty. Yeah. But, you know, it's okay to play the field as long as you're honest about it with who you're doing it with. Yeah, and yeah, that, yeah. You know, and it's stupid things like women say you sleep with other people and you say no, but they are, and then unprotected sex. And it just... Yeah. It's gonna cause so many people so many headaches if you're not upfront with people. But if you're out looking, you know, if you, what would you say to the guy who's maybe plucking up the courage to even message the girl, talk to the girl, uh, even feel good enough to go out on that first date? Be willing to look stupid and okay. when you're asking someone out. Yeah. Be willing to be rejected. It's such a hard thing. It's and think about it. How easy is it? It's really really easy because you're not a. You're walking up to someone and you're saying hello. Yeah. When you start overthinking about what you're doing. But maybe these guys have maybe had like a, I like I talk quite deeply to all my guys and they maybe yeah. had like a traumatic experience before or, and they just, they're even scared to maybe do that. Like, yeah. yeah. It's one of those things. Probably the best thing to do mm-hmm. is just to maybe use a bit of Dutch courage at the start and just, it's like repetition. Do it. Yeah, do it yeah, yeah. Fear. Um, You're not going to pick out the one-line uh, chat lines here. No. <laughs> Did you fall from heaven or one of those ones? There's twenty five people. you won't be home tonight. No, man, it's just one of those things. I would say if you're not confident doing that, jump online, start talking to people online, keep the conversation at a minimum, try and get yeah. them for maybe coffee or a drink one night, um, and just keep repeating, repeat, repeat, repeat. And yeah. Until you meet someone who you actually like, but don't. You the know, so, so many people are trying to prove themselves to other people without qualifying the people that they're actually with. Like yeah. we talked earlier about pre-qualifying, yeah, um, leads and all that, pre-qualifying yeah. leads and things like that, which is so important. But it's also to do it's it's important to do that with the people that you're dating. Yeah, you know, if uh, I can sort of 
tell within just the vibe just yeah. the vibe within 15 minutes after asking a few questions whether or not something's right for me but that's just gone from experience yeah. yeah um the one big thing that i've had a, like i've talked about this conversation with a few of my guys and stuff like that and uh obviously i help them work on their body and they start to feel a lot better but one big thing that i sort of tell them to even affirm to ourselves is there's only one of them on the planet and uh just before that first date just turn around and say there's no other Ben Heron in the rest of the planet. I'm special. I have something to bring to the table. Yeah. Whether it be like it, it sounds arrogant, but it's positive yeah. self talk. You need yeah. you need to think like that. Yeah, you're not gonna find an army. <laughs> <laughs> if it's for you, it's for you. If it's not for you, it's not for you. Yeah, yeah. it's true. Yeah. Um but yeah, just just repeat, repeat and go out on and that lo- re- lots of dates. Don't get yourself attached to one person because yeah. there's a big there's a huge difference and this is that. Uh, I've spoke to loads of women who have had trouble with ex-boyfriends and even guys. They've had trouble with guys that have been with for years. They've had trouble with guys that have been for, for yeah. a while. There is such a fine line between love and a very unhealthy attachment. Yeah. And the unhealthy attachment manifests itself in really ugly ways. You know, have you ever spoke, like, have you ever spoke to a girl who's told you that a guy showing up at her house at night drunk? banging on the door or anything. Uh, I've heard, yeah, yeah, I've heard, heard that story. story. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's what we call an unhealthy attachment. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, yeah. when you love someone truly, you, you, you're happy for them no matter what. Yeah. Um, but if, if you're just getting, you, you want to make sure that you don't get attached to one person. Yeah. You know, sort of definitely play the field, but be honest. But if you're looking for something more, you need to be clear about what you want. Yeah. You need to have a, not, not a list that's set. Checklist. Uh, yeah. Are you five foot eight? Are you? Uh, are you free Saturday nights? Uh, oh, yeah. Have like your own values and controls. Like, uh, is this person loyal? Is this yeah. person, you know, goal driven? Because those things are really, those things are yeah. important to me. Uh, um, you want someone to motivate you and helps bring the best out to you and stuff. Yeah. So yeah. make sure that you have a sort of idea of what you're looking for. Yeah. Um, and then go for it, but just. Why play the field? Enjoy yourself, but be honest. What would you say to someone that's currently facing rejection on the dating game? Because that's something again, a lot of guys would say, oh, "Ask them how hard your date go," and they're like, uh. "So." And what would you say to them to sort of pick up their morale? Uh, to pick up their morale, or even just to realize that, like, yeah, I don't know. What would you say to someone just faced rejection, or is currently going through rejection, or can't get on the first date, or is had three dates and they went shit, or yeah. It shouldn't. I, it would, you'd have to kind of look a bit deeper into what they're saying or what they're doing. Yeah. If it's probably about if, if it's them constantly getting rejected or ghosted, then it's something they're doing. Yeah. They're obviously projecting something. Yeah. To the other person, that's mm-hmm. making them yeah. look very appealing. Yeah. So again, that would go into how they view themselves, how they think about themselves, and it's probably there's probably things going on on a much deeper level. Yeah. That that's what that that's a very bold assumption based on mm. limited information there but yeah. I mean you need you need to be yourself but you also you need to come across in a way that you, you do that you do value yourself mm. because there's nothing nothing more off turning than insecurity. Yeah. Um and that's that's not just for guys, it's for guys and girls. Yeah. Insecure people are very off turning. Because mm. to come across as either you know, like that, they're going to become a problem with mm. an unhealthy attachment. Or yeah. they come across as people pleasers, and mm. if they come across as either one of those things, it's very unattractive. Yeah. So yeah, you know, you you have to think about how you feel about yourself on a deeper level, and yeah. how you love and value yourself. The question: and When you do, it can come across as 
almost arrogant sometimes, but you kind of yeah. have to have that fine line between confidence and arrogance. But you find you will cross into arrogance, but then you'll come back to yeah, you yeah, yeah. find that balance. Yeah, I've been there where people have thought that I'm arrogant, yeah. and then come back to you know people thinking that you're not confident enough. So yeah. it's just finding that balance. Yeah. I think it takes people and men, not just men, but men and women, a long time to get that balance right. Yeah, you need to love yourself before you try and go love anyone else. And yeah. that sounds, and I actually do say this to other my guys and stuff. Like, there's a big aspect in our program. It's all mindset, and uh, like, you need to be able to turn around and wake up every morning and basically say, "Do I love myself?" And uh, like, what do you love yourself for? And at the end of the day, you need to be able to turn around and say, "Did I do anything that's going to make me love myself even more?" And the thing that I say, like, like you said, there that person needs to take ownership for their own. Uh, or a vibe, whatever they've done in that day and whatnot. But as well, you also need to have that mentality that, like, what's next? Mm-hmm. Um, one thing that I really help guys with, like, obviously I give sets and macros and all that, but the, that's that's the surface level. But underlying all that, uh, I help people with their self-image. When they look in the mirror, how do they describe themselves? Mm-hmm. And at the start, it's usually out of shape, fat, um, skinny, things like that. But by the end of the day, coach with me, it's usually strong, disciplined, motivated, lean, athletic. And like, if you are maybe facing rejection, maybe you do need to, do, maybe it's teaching you something. Maybe you do need to go and work a little bit on your self image, like Chris has touched on. Um, and just like, when, how do you talk to yourself and how do you look at yourself yeah. and how do you just fall in love with yourself before you try and fall in love with anyone else? But, yeah, on the flip side of that, being too arrogant, too overconfident can yeah. really turn people off as well. Like, if, if you're going for a girl who is very, you know, if, if she's confident in herself and she's loyal, she's smart, she wants all she wants all these things. She wants mm. she wants you to be confident, but if you're arrogant, she'll be turned off straight away and yeah. won't go anywhere. Yeah. Um, you know, again, it's finding that line between yeah. self-confidence and not being... And if you see the people that are over-arrogant are the people who are actually more insecure. Yeah, because it's like overcompensating. Yeah, it um, depends. Well, like we talked about values and needs, and earlier on, like some girls um, look f- in their partner for certainty, and then other girls, it's not they have the certainty, but they maybe it's the exploration, the uh, adventure sort of side of things, where they go with a, a guy and they go and travel and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. I don't know, but it it really depends on the the alignment of the two people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Big time, big time. Yeah. So, what would you say we can sum up? Like, what, what, like we've rambled, we've talked, we're talking fitness to relationships to. This is, what I, this is what I like because there's yeah. no real, there's no real, I don't, there's no questions in front of us here. It's just like yeah. a conversation starts off. That's what I really like because that's where you get the most out of instead of sticking to a script. Yeah. Um, what can we summarize to the to the audience today? What do you think that we've talked on? So, I mean. Get a, 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 in regards to relationships or in well, just to, yeah, hold up. So yeah, well, I don't know. Good question. Well, one th- we'll start you, you, off. You start off, and then I'll. We start off work. with um uh talking about like nutrition, and we said about the eighty twenty, mm-hmm. and then uh I asked Chris a little bit about his training because if you haven't seen Chris, Chris is in good shape and he manages a business and stuff like that. I think as well you do you've done loads of mobility stuff too i've ever seen calisthenics yeah 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 done a bit with, with jonathan Mason. yeah and you're doing like yeah he's, uh, yeah, he's doing crazy yeah so. he's doing crazy stuff so he was yeah um so we started off that and then we got into relationships yeah and um we talked about like embracing the challenges communication yeah. i think for for me if i was to sum it up in one go i would have to say um Stop! Stop going for quick wins. Stop 
you know, mm. do, do, do the work that's necessary for long-term gratification and that quick gratification. Mm. It's like, it's like quick cash people, you know, yeah. instead of building a real business, it's like quick sex instead of building a real relationship. It's like mm. quick, you know, quick wins with food rather yeah. than building a, a great healthy body. Yeah. Um, you know, stop thinking in terms, anything that's usually giving you quick gratification is bad. Yeah, it's yeah, not. Yeah. It's not. It's not great all the time. Yeah. Um. But if you if you're willing to really put the work in and mm. delay the gratification, yeah, that that's the one thing I would give to everybody. Yeah. No. Definitely. Um, Second to that. Hundred percent. Yeah. And thank you for having me on today. And thanks very uh, much for coming on. Um. Again, any listener, I've never really talked publicly about all this stuff. So this was new to me. Hopefully, yeah. it was of value. It's uh, it's, it's quite new to me as well. Again, I have these conversations with my friends, but publicly. They're a bit of a taboo one, so I'm, I'm hoping everybody watches this and kind get get something from it, especially maybe yeah. some of the guys that you work with. Yeah, um, you know some of the girls maybe that are, that follow you, yeah. that, you that you know as well. Hopefully they'll uh, they'll get something from this too. Hopefully, so yeah. Thank you very much for coming. Thank you up for in. listening, guys. All the best. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Get Thinking podcast, and I will be back very soon.